Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to another episode of Believe in Chef Special on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. I'm your host, Patrick Honeywell. Today's special guest is Diana Silva, wine producer and owner of Diana Silva Wines, located on Madeira Island, Portugal. It is on this beautiful island of Madeira that Diana produces Ilha Dop Madeirense, Madeira's first trilogy of still wines. So let's check in with Madeira Island's youngest wine producer. Hey, Diana, welcome to the show today. Thanks for joining me on the podcast. Hi. Hi, Patrick. How are you? Thank you so much for, (laughs) yeah. Uh, Thanks. Thanks very much for inviting me. Um, I'm really proud of it and uh, it's sensational. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Well, it's so great, you know, because you're uh, you're on Madeira Island. Uh, Madeira Island is known as the Pearl of the Atlantic. It's just beautiful. I was there last year. So I'm really excited because um, I, I have a, my grandma used to love drinking Madeira wine. She's from Madeira and she lives in, she, she did live, she passed, but in California. So I am super excited to find you, uh, to talk about wine and about yourself and how you got involved yeah. in wine. And just to let the listeners know, you are the youngest winemaker, uh, on Madeira Island. So that's pretty amazing. <laughs> You know, thank you. Thank you you so much for uh, for that compliment. So (laughs) So why don't you tell uh, uh, the listening audience a little bit about you, uh, your history, how you got involved Mm -hmm. in wine? Yeah, I'm. Uh, in fact, I, uh, I I I'm working in the wine business, making about 17 years, mm, wow. <laughs> which is a long mm. uh, a long way. Mm-hmm. And it is because I have worked in several uh, businesses in several wine sectors. So, I um, the passion for wine started with my first trainee. Uh, my first trainee, I have worked in uh, Madeira with a uh, Madeira wine company in a Madeira wine company. Mm-hmm. And in fact, uh, I, I really fell in love with it <laughs> with the wine business. Mm. And so I took several courses in wine and, uh, and now I, and then I decided to explore the wine business in all the sectors. So I have been working as a sommelier, as a salesperson, marketing area, and also, and now I am the uh, producer and the owner of Ilha. So this is, it's really amazing because it's my, um, my dream. And it was mm. my, my, I, I didn't know that I was uh, that it was possible to do that, but in fact, I, uh, my husband was supported me a lot with this idea of having my own project because I have been working in this business and as an ambassador, like a brand ambassador for several producers all, on, mm-hmm. all over my um, years um, in the business. And uh, I, I traveled so much and he mentioned to me that it was like enough of <laughs> traveling for the <laughs> stay others. Stay home, stay home, come on. <laughs> no, but it was too much traveling yeah. for the others. And so he suggested me and well suggested that I could do that and he would be really pleased and happy mm. if I would do that, but with my own thing and my own project. And uh, one day I just got home and said, okay, Ricardo, you're right. So I want mm-hmm. to do something, but it isn't Madeira. So we were living in Lisbon at the time. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I want to go back home. I want to go to my origins. Aww. I want to 
I want to participate in the growth of Madeira for steel wines. I want to put Madeira in the map, in the world map. Mm. And he said, are you serious? And I said, yes, I'm serious. Well, hey, wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Now, I can appreciate his question. Are you serious? Because Madeira, the history of Madeira is, it dates back, I was reading up a bit, dates back to the age of exploration when they started making yeah. wines. But they were fortified at the end, end of the 15th century. So I think that you... Uh, have a different technique in making wine, which we'll talk about a little bit, or not different, but it's it's not what's typically known yeah. of Madeira, you know, the fortified wines. But yeah, yeah Madeira is known forever as an amazing <laughs> place for wine, right? Yeah, it is for sure. And Madeira, for me, Madeira Island, of course, it's my hometown, but mm. Madeira as the uh, as the the wine itself, mm-hmm. it's the best wine in the world. The fortified oh. wine. Talking mm-hmm. about fortified wine, I don't do fortified wine, but mm-hmm. I would recommend you to have the fortified wine in all uh, places, in all meals. So this is for me the special wine. If you would ask me if what kind of wine should I just take for an island with me, uh, it would mm-hmm. be. For sure, Madeira. <laughs> and, then, cool. and a bottle of uh, maybe of uh, of my wine because it is too alcoholic. Madeira fortified wine. <laughs> <laughs> so your wine, uh, and we'll talk a bit in a little bit about how to get it here in the states too, and and where you distribute. But um, it's amazing. So an overview of Diana. You you started Diana Silva Wines, I believe, was it 2017? And it's interesting your concept. I, it's a non-traditional wine. It's a still wine. So you, you don't put extra alcohol and things in it, but it's, your wine is called, it's Madeira Island Trilogy, the first of its kind. Why don't you talk about that? Yeah. Um, the fact is that I decided to, um, to create or to make uh, three wines with the same grape. Uh, it is a grape known as Tinta Negra grape. And it's the first trilogy of that. And it is a Tinta Negra grape. It's, it dates back to the 18th century in Madeira. Hmm. So it is a very old grape. And it is one of the most famous grapes of Madeira concerning that it, is, uh, it composes 85% of the, uh, of the plantation in the island. But it is only produced or only used or it is uh, like used like 90% of it for Madeira wine, fortified wine. Mm-hmm. And um, it is used normally. You know, the three years, uh, this is just uh, for the listeners, it's quite interesting this because all the three year old Madeira wine that you can find, like the sweet, medium sweet, dry, and medium dry, mm-hmm. they are all made with Tinta Negra. Mm-hmm. So, Tinta Negra grape, it's a kind of a versatile chameleon grape. So, mm-hmm. she can do everything. And so, I thought, so if this grape can do everything for fortified Madeira, why not doing the triology like a white, a rosé and a red? And to show how versatile and how special this grape can be uh, also for a steel wine. And because it is an indigenous grape, it is a grape from Madeira. So mm-hmm. I wanted badly to show to the world uh, the terroir of Madeira, the authenticity, the identity of Madeira. And so I've decided to create this. This is, of course, to make, it is interesting also for the wine lovers um, to have this uh, um, experience because it's a different grape from an island and you can have the white, the rosé and the red. And the only thing that is different is 
force of it's of course the vinification process so the way that i produce the way that i do wine it is different mm -hmm. and so uh, it is quite interesting that's why i have a box with the trilogy because you can try um the three bottles uh, so it's a, a different way of buying wine <laughs> so huh. you don't buy the three red three rosé or three white you buy one of each and you have the full experience of of what Madeira, of what uh, Tinta Negra uh, can um, give or can give to you as far as the tasting is concerned. I, um, I for sure, I can talk a little bit if you want, I don't know. I guess it's interesting for the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we can talk a little bit about how I produce it, but the most important thing is that I have um, the vines or the vineyards uh, in the north and in the south of the island. Okay. So in the north, it's in San Vicente. In mm -hmm. the south, is uh, Camara de Lopes. They are the two places where it, uh, it is planted more Tinta Negra. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, when I want, uh, and I do want, as far as uh, for the red wine, I like to have like more complexity and more um, like uh, more fruits and more at the same time, more freshness and acidity. So mm -hmm. I go to the north. Because on the north, I will get uh, the acidity and the freshness. And then I pick some grapes also from the south because um, in the south, we have more uh, hours of sun. Mm -hmm. And because of that, it, it rains less. And so I have more maturation. So the, the, the grapes mature more. And so it gives uh, like uh, uh, a flavor of more like uh, petals and uh, um, sherry uh, taste on the mouth. So it's wow. something that I like. And so I brew, um, I, I, in fact, I have in both parts and I do that for the reds because I want to give the complexity of the grape. And I use, uh, uh, when I put, I press the grapes, mm -hmm. uh, the entire grape. Okay. So the steam, not the steam, so I de-steam, okay? So mm -hmm. I press the grapes and I, I uh, um, and then I, I, I put the skins in contact with the liquid. Uh, for a long time so for the 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 enough time that i can <laughs> because i want it i want you give them give the complexity that uh, the skin can uh, give to the wine and the acidity and the freshness as well mm. uh, on the other hand which is interesting uh, for the uh, white mm -hmm. what i do is i take off the skin <laughs> Well, there you go. So yeah, so it's like uh, uh, it's a naked, <laughs> naked kind of way of uh, of uh, of uh, fermenting of uh, the, the 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 wine. Mm -hmm. And what I do is that I ferment wine in what we call in Portugal the bicaberta, which means then an open mouth way, which uh, meaning at the same time that what I do is I take off the skin and I press slowly in a smoothly way um, in a, in a, in a, to, get, uh, to get the uh, smoothness of the liquid without passing the color. Okay, because okay. if I press very rush, I will get more color because it's a red grape. <laughs> okay, so it's still a red grape. So if you press at the end of the pressing um, process, you will get a little bit of rosé, like the Provence kind of rosé. Uh, mm -hmm. It's normal, not very common, but it's normal to get a little bit. And so what I do then, I, I do a kind of a clarification and uh, or I don't like to the, the name of clarification. I like my more the name of I uh, I filter. 
So yeah, okay. I kind of a filter. Mm-hmm. I filter the wine with some carbon. And uh, with the carbon, it's enough to get off the color that I don't want. So this is what I do, the Blend Noir. It's quite uh, special as well because uh, it is anxious in the contrary word of what we think because we are talking about a non-skinny uh, uh, <laughs> wine mm-hmm. without the skin. Mm-hmm. But, that, but still, it is very anxious, very smooth and elegant. It's maybe one of the most elegant wines that I ever made and that, I, mm-hmm. that maybe you can try. It's so different. Um, it seems like tasting, in fact, a... Um, a rock <laughs> it's so salty and so ah. um like um it seems like the sea you know it's like quite the atlantic sp- the pearl of the atlantic <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> it That's seems awesome. like yeah it seems like kissing uh, the island the rock the basalt <laughs> and so it's quite amazing, amazing. and uh, yeah, and wow. it, it and it goes very well with lipids, uh, <laughs> the uh-huh. famous uh, Madeira wine, you know the. Um, oh. Yeah, so it's uh, very special. The rosé, what I do is that this is a rosé and this is a special rosé for me because what I do is I don't have any skin contact in mm-hmm. the contrary from the red. Mm-hmm. So I take off the skin and the color is the exact color of the rosé of the Tinta Negra grape. Mm-hmm. So Tinta Negra grape, it's a very open color. So mm-hmm. it seems like a, as far as color, we may say that this is a kind of a Pinot Noir color. Mm-hmm. or a Beaujolais or a Gamay color, like a Pinot in, in Pinot um, Noir, in this case, Pinot Noir or Gamay. So this is what normally uh, I get for, with the color. And my rosé, it's a very strong color, like uh, strong, strong rosé color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so not the, mm-hmm. not the uh, famous or the fashion trendy uh, way color, because nowadays, as you know, I don't know if you know, but uh, unfortunately, the most part of the people, they prefer rosés like a Provence style rosé, which means like onion color. Hmm. Um, but for that, uh, I will lose some of the, um, some of the properties of the wine. Mm-hmm. So I don't do that. So I don't do wine for the consumers. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. I do wine for the consumers. Of course, I need. I need yeah, you. I need the consumers. It. Yeah. But what wow. I, what I'm saying is that I need. I, I do like a kind of a niche project. It's this niche project, and so that's why I have my wines in uh, all Michelin star restaurants in Portugal and mm. all medium high uh, restaurants because it's like a sommelier's uh, uh, choice. Sommelier's. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, wine it is very niche very special mm. uh, and so the rosé again w- it is more difficult to sell like this but it is more pure and I believe in purity still so <laughs> and so <laughs> I I am trying to do something that I really love or really believe mm-hmm. instead of doing something to sell but of course I need sales <laughs> so, no, so we bo- yeah <laughs> no that's a fantastic uh, uh, description of what you do and how you differentiate it between your production of uh, the three different wines. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you, so uh, Diana, when, when is, what would you say is a perfect time to harvest the grapes? Like I'm, I'm in a Madeira, you know, I'm there to visit you to try some wine and I go, where is she? Yeah. You're off, you to, you're to. off with, your, <laughs> with your guy doing the grapes. So what, what is the best time? 
in fact, the, the best time in Madeira, it's a curious one. It's one curiosity that I can give to you, which mm -hmm. is normally in all corners of Portugal, like mainland Portugal. Uh, so we have uh, like first the whites, first we ferment or we press, we, we receive the grapes, the white grapes, and then we receive the red grapes. In Madeira, it, it doesn't work like that. What <laughs> we, we, in fact, because we have a mild climate, as you know, and mm -hmm. uh, so our temperatures are amazing to live, are amazing for a lot of things, but not for the grapes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Because uh, mm -hmm. uh, the fact is that sometimes the grapes don't mature uh, so much. So I don't get any alcoholic uh, grapes. Um, mm -hmm. In the contrary, normally they are more uh, fresh with the long, with, with huge acidity. Mm -hmm. And uh, because they don't mature so much, but um, it is uh, it is quite special still um, because we are we can receive grapes like white and, and reds at the same time. Mm -hmm. And normally it starts this year. It started uh, at the end of August, mm -hmm. and so um, it depends. But normally never never before the end of August. Okay, mm, and. Okay. Uh, I guess it will end max and it, it, I never, I never, I never have been in a harvest for me and mm -hmm. I never have been in one in Madeira that ended before, uh, after October. So we, meaning that normally it was in last September in all my harvests. Mm -hmm. So I would recommend you to, if you want to go to make a good a harvest in Madeira or to visit the wineries uh, mm -hmm. September, it's a good, uh, a good month. It is uh -huh. the, the harvest month of Madeira. Normally there's in fact a fair and a festivity which is connected to the harvest period. And so it's quite special because mm. you can, uh, you can press the grapes. Wow. <laughs> you can help us pressing the grapes. <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is, uh, this is fantastic. I can tell, and, and the audience may not know this, uh, and I just found out that you, you know so much about this and that's why it's wonderful to have you here. Uh, you not only own a wine company, but you also teach Wine at the University of Madeira. What, what did, tell me about that class. Yeah, I, I am a teacher and uh, I'm a, a wine business teacher and okay. uh, in an in an university in Lisbon. Oh, <laughs> which is, so which is it's all on the computer right now, right? You're doing yeah, that. it's all yeah. Nowadays it is on the computer, but I normally uh, go to uh, so I took I, I take the classes and I, I teach the classes even mm -hmm. in Ishkte. It's one of the most famous uh, universities in Portugal. Hmm. It's the top. It's in the top list of the best universities of Portugal. And um, uh, it, nowadays I am teaching to uh, Erasmus Mundi, which is quite special for me mm -hmm. because it's the, I have 11 students from mm -hmm. different corners in the world. So wow. I have, and they are all from different places, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. Like uh, I have also from the States. <laughs> in fact. So it's in English. Uh, maybe I should try to join the class. <laughs> That's awesome. I, uh, it is in English. I can, I can send you as well I love if it. you want. <laughs> Well, yeah, send me the link and I'll, I'll post it when we do your in fact, podcast. In fact, in, fact, in fact, it's interesting because I have been maybe one of the youngest teachers as well of this Ish So it's, uh, it's, um, it was really, I was so proud, um, really so proud. You, you cannot, you can even imagine because when I, when they just asked me to, uh, to teach, I was like, really me? I was really, uh, because it's, I was so young. I am young. I'm still very young. You're only and 35, was, 35 years yes, old. Wow. Yeah. And I was really, really happy. I'm still very happy and very proud because this is something that I do uh, and that I love, you know, mm -hmm. this is, um, I love wine. <laughs> 
And I love teaching about wine and uh, not only my wine. I love wine in general. So I, li mm -hmm. I love the history, uh, the background history of the wine. I, I try and to make my project, this is something that I really believe it must be done and that I did. And I, I passed this information, this experience to my students. Mm -hmm. If you want to do a project, you have to study very well the market. So you need to taste a lot of wines. Mm. And I did that. I traveled and I, I taste wines from the entire world. Mm -hmm. I wanted to know for sure what I was, what, what I was doing. So mm -hmm. I, I didn't want to do just another project. I wanted to do something different because I tried different things and it was also, they were very special to me. Do you know what I mean? So this is, um, I think um, that I did what I love. <laughs> mm -hmm. And this is when you try my wines, you can maybe you could not enjoy it. It's okay. It's fine for me because they are my, they are me. You know what I mean? So this is me. When you try my wines, this is me. This is what I like for sure. They are made with my heart. I know that there is a distributor, NLC Wines in New York, and I believe that they have some arms over here in California, but I'm going to really... Yes, uh, they have. They have. They do have. They have, a, they have a store in California. They have. <laughs> I'm going to be grabbing that wine. I'm going to try. Hopefully they have all three, but no, that's, that's um, really awesome, but I'll be checking. <laughs> so actually we'll give, we'll give some information on where people can uh, find out more about it at the end of their podcast. But before we, before we close, I do want to ask you... Um, uh, put yourself in this uh, setting just for a moment. Imagine that uh, you have three restaurants or one or two or three restaurants and they say, oh, I want to get uh, uh, Diana here to talk about, uh, we're going to start buying some of her wines, all three. And uh, our servers don't know a lot about wine and we want to make sure they really promote the wine. So the sales get up when they, you know, have different meals. So maybe she can come in. That would be you, Diana Silva, mm -hmm. and, and explain mm -hmm which wines to promote for which meals on the menu. So like, for instance, uh, if the menu has, uh, say, a beef and it has a fish and it has a poultry, which wines would you recommend? How would you pair uh, your wines with the food at the restaurants to help them? Yeah. In fact, my wines are very gastronomic, Patrick. Um, mm. My wines, and this is something interesting because my wines have, as far as alcohol, 11 and a half and 12. So mm -hmm. 12 being the max as far as alcohol. But what is, what is important about wine is the acidity. It's like uh, the acidity, the freshness is the leading thing concerning to the tasting, like to the food tasting. Mm -hmm. when, you have, when you get a lot of alcohol, it means that you have as well a lot of fruits. Fruit mm -hmm. meaning as well a lot of uh, sugar. Mm -hmm. And so the sugar itself, it's not, it doesn't connect so much or so good with the food. But if you have like freshness, acidity and intensity on your mouth, you will like cut uh, some flavors in a good way. And you mm. will have the harmonious, you know, mouth flavor taste on the tongue. <laughs> this is it's just an introduction because this is what I believe. But I think that like for my Blanc de Noir, which means my white made with red grape, mm -hmm. I would recommend for sure some, uh, some seafood. Uh, mm -hmm. It is, as I mentioned, salty. Mm. until it's like kissing the Atlantic. So mm -hmm. I would recommend fish, like grilled fish, seafood, uh, like uh, 
uh, sushi, sashimi. So mm -hmm. also some maybe um, some uh, some uh, some white meats, but I would go more for the fish. Uh, okay. for the grilled fish uh, if i if i go to my rose for sure i would recommend something like uh, i would recommend pastas and pizzas and uh, risottos but i would recommend something which is very difficult which is uh like tomatoes tomato stew you know mm -hmm. like uh and this is difficult because tomato tomato as you know it has a lot of acidity Mm -hmm. And uh, and so normally it is it is difficult to find uh, uh, things that goes very well with tomato. Mm -hmm. <laughs> in the contrary, mm -hmm. what people believe. Mm -hmm. And so my rosé, as it is very full-bodied and fresh with a long aftertaste and acidity, it goes very well with everything that has tomato. Like I would recommend, like a, like like a stew, tomato stew, mm -hmm. with, like something like Portuguese, like a caldeirada. Ah, nice. Which, <laughs> do you know what's caldeirada? Do you know? I do. I do. <laughs> I, had, I, had a, I had a chef on uh, a bit ago that's from Madeira, and, he, and that, wow. was, that was the recipe he shared. Yeah. So, so I can kind yes. of pretend I know a little bit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and uh, as far as my reds, I would mm -hmm. recommend for sure, for me, the best, uh, the best, um, I don't know, the best, uh, uh, wine pairing that I had in my entire life with my uh, with my red was tuna tuna fish mm, okay but uh, it was a, a special tuna fish that we have in Madeira which is um um it it it, it only appears in uh, in uh, in uh, it's ventreixa okay which which mm. for me it's quite uh, difficult to say it in english how it is ventreixa but it's like the it's like the it's like i always say it's let me see if I, it's like the belly of the tuna, oh, the tuna wow. belly. Okay. And this is a part of that normally uh, in the past, people wouldn't recommend, wouldn't like it so much. But mm -hmm. nowadays uh, it is very special. And mm -hmm. um, it is like, um, it is normally it is grilled mm -hmm. and it has a lot of, uh, of, um, of onion and of, olive oil and also of vinegar which is uh, also difficult to pairing with wine but it goes so amazing and it was really a, an, an amazing experience but I, I also ate some feijoada oh yeah feijoada, <laughs> and some, yeah, really? feijoada and Brazil. Some, uh, yeah <laughs> wow. feijoada and also some uh, um, and um, so this wine as it is so uh, complex as far mm -hmm. as tasting it goes mm -hmm. very well with the uh, with a lot of things but it depends upon your taste because if you want to go with contrast it's easy to get food with it but mm. if you want to go like uh, harmonious as i mentioned i would recommend tuna or mm -hmm. just uh, uh, a grilled meat good meat like a, uh, a, a stick like a mm -hmm. good stick meat stick it will be very very well with it like spotada in madeira it goes perfectly with the red wine mm, sounds great wow so i'm hungry right now so. <laughs> no kidding well, diane i tell Thinking, you <laughs> talking about it I'm just no kidding. talking about it so I just <laughs> well you know diane i really appreciate this little i feel like i've gotten a tour of not only madeira but also uh your, your vineyard, your history. I learned that you're, you're a teacher. You have so Thank much you. cool information. How can people 
get a hold of you and also uh, NLC Wines? Well, how would they you recommend either Instagram or websites, et cetera, for you? Yeah. In fact, if you want to find more about me, you can, uh, can find me on www.dianasilvawines.com okay. or also in my Facebook, it's Diana Silva Wines or Diana Silva. And I okay. guess they are linked to each other. And Instagram is the same. It's Iledop Madeiras. Okay. And it is Diana. In fact, in Instagram, my my name is Diana Vino. <laughs> Vino I wrote that down. Why. I'm looking at it. If you forgot. <laughs> yeah, Diana Vino, which is uh, Diana Vino. It's wine, and um, and uh, uh, in the states, of course, uh, you have the NLC wines. And um, if you if you on Instagram, it's also NLC Wines on Facebook. And um, she is uh, the responsible is is uh, Nama Lawfer. So it's also easy to find her. And I think she has also something in California. So it's a good mm. thing. <laughs> well, I'm going to find so. her and you tell her I'll be looking for her so she can find me okay. too. Okay. That, that's great. That's great. And I would like you to uh, try and uh, um, I hope you like it. If you don't, it's okay, but I think you will I like will. it. I will. I know I will. Well, yeah. Diana, thank you so much for being on the show today. This thanks has been a, a real pleasure and fun, and you're, you're awesome. So thanks, thanks again for taking time. Me too. Thank you so much. It was really a pleasure. Thanks for the opportunity. For all of you listening out there, Chef Special is part of the B-Lead Podcast Network. Check it out at bleed.com. And follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Patrick Honeywell. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.